0: Hey, uh, Will here. I just want to put a little note at the beginning of the episode. Um, during this show, we mentioned, I mentioned Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> I think a couple of times, um, totally forgetting that a few weeks ago he was lost for the season uh, with uh, season-ending surgery. So uh, anything you hear about Fryermuth, go ahead and disregard that. And uh, yeah, you can go ahead and make fun of me for being... Like 83% prepared for a podcast and relying on my co-host Matt Sheehan to uh, bring anything to the table, which he absolutely does not. All right, enjoy the show. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we've got gruff Sparty helmets. Julian Barnett is leaving Michigan State, and we've got a Penn State preview and our picks loaded show. Let's get to it.
1: You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Friday, December 11th. The year is 2020. I am your host Will Hunter, joined by my feeling kind of gruff co-host Matt Sheehan.
1: That's a Coors Light. Half of it's for Gruff Sparty. The celebration half of it is uh, Will pouring out for the old uh, Julian Barnett tenure at Michigan State. And the other half of that is pouring out for our picks, Will. My God, we were both one and four (laughs) last week. Uh, Holy smokes. And then the last half is for this great Penn State period you're going to have. So that's four halves. That's two holes, baby. Let's make a good show.
0: Let's do it. We are going to start off segment one talking about the reveal of the gruff Sparty helmet Mm -hmm. and Julian Barnett has announced uh he he hasn't announced but he's in the transfer portal he's in the transfer portal yeah he's gone and then we're going to uh break down Michigan State versus Penn State and then we'll get to our big 10 picks to close out the show Matt are you ready we are
1: due we are due on the big 10 picks baby
0: we are super duper due
1: (laughs) ride with us this week just ride with us come on
0: we it, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Ooh. Go to Spartanswill.substack.com, read my Penn State preview because I'll have a lot more stuff that we will not have time to get into today because, holy crap, there is a lot going on, Matt, starting with yeah. just the the finally... Mm-hmm. Finally. hmm hmm mm-hmm. Julian Barnett. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the long-awaited news that we've all been so excited to hear.
0: <laughs> Finally. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: A, a collective has been heard. Yes. Our voice is proud, loud, and heard. In unison, we have chanted, give us Gruff Sparty. Give us gruff. Give us a Gruff Sparty helmet. And Michigan State gruff. football has finally delivered Matt Gruff Sparty on the helmet this Saturday. Flames. Can not wait to see it.
1: It is absolute flames, and I just love that it happened in, like, year one of Mal Tucker's tenure. Oh, yeah. Whenever he did a, uh, a Twitter Q&A, you would at least see maybe eight people be like, Give us Gruff Sparty! And it was like, he's damn, like, okay, fine, what, I don't know what the hell Gruff Sparty is. Like, okay, fine, <laughs> I'll give it to you. Jeez, get off my back already, my god. So, yeah, just it, it just took one year to get it, which, hey, is fine. And, you know, he also announced on his radio show today, too, that the Maryland game did have a script state helmet in the works too Mm -hmm. and oh my now i have an idea for the script state and this kind of goes with my gruff sparty take that i have listen i think gruff sparty is awesome it's amazing it's the best logo michigan state has i have two things to improve it one it, they kind of shaved Gruff Sparty. I don't know if you've noticed, but like yeah, there are old yeah. logos that kind of show them with a little more 5 o'clock shadow. They kind of shaved it. Listen, if you want to talk about nitpicking, that is the ultimate nitpick. Uh, the next one is I would have liked to see the logo a little bigger, kind of like an oversized logo, kind of like what OK State does or Boise State or Minnesota does That's with their nice. alternate. Other than that, listen, this isn't me complaining about it. This is just ways to make it a 9 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10. That's it right there. Now, the script state, I have an idea that could absolutely ruin that design. But it sounds good in my head, so I'm going to say it. You start the S on one ear hole. You wrap it around the back of the helmet so the E ends at the other ear hole. Wrap around script state. That probably won't look good when it actually comes out. But (laughs) you know what? In my little head of mine, Will... That sounds like a good idea. So, yeah, I mean, hey, Gruffs Party's here. It's great. I love how they uh, debuted it on Twitter just with the words, thank you. I subscribed to the notifications. Yeah, so, when they came on my phone, it it said, I It you're welcome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. It said, you're welcome. When I saw your welcome pop on my phone, I'm like, why are they being so arrogant to say you're welcome? Oh, my God. Oh my I already God. know what this is before I even open up the video, baby. So, yeah, it was it was very exciting. Very well done. I mean, obviously, the MSU social team knocks out of the park every time. So, yeah, yeah it was
0: awesome. Um, MSU's chief of staff, Jeff Martson tweeted out uh, after the neon thing something along the lines of, we've got more coming or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. And I, I don't even know. I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. And we got the black face masks <laughs> last week. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, that's a nice little touch, but I did not, I don't know. I just didn't expect it. wasn't even thinking of it and took me by surprise and I was fired up for it. No, it's um, awesome. Nice, wonderful start to the day with a just crappy mm-hmm. punctuation mark to end it. Um, um, but one that we saw coming, right? Well, like I, I, I can't be
1: alone in seeing that this whole Julian Barnett thing was going to happen by week three and he's been on the field for roughly 16 seconds. Not including warm-ups, right? Like, th- this couldn't have been a shock to you, could it?
0: No, so I didn't really think it was on the table until MSU was really banged up in the secondary. Mm-hmm, I think right. it was Indiana. Right. Or, or, I think, yeah, it was Indiana, and he got, like, three snaps. Yeah. And a true freshman was starting over, Amangelo Gross, who we've now come to realize, yeah, that's a pretty good player. Ball, um, yeah. So... Yeah, it wasn't a total surprise, especially the last couple weeks. If you would have pulled me aside in September and be like, hey, Julian Burnett's going to transfer, I would have been very surprised. But as this thing totally. kind of played out, it's hard to be surprised. Top 100 recruits, Matt, they want to play. Mm-hmm. And
1: Yeah, this just in, right? Yeah,
0: this just in. If you're a top 60-whatever, he was like 67th in the composite for 24-7, uh, that that dude wants to play. And if he's not getting run here, he'll find it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it stinks. I'm yeah. not one hundred ten percent convinced that he is for sure gone.
1: Oh, I think I am. I have no reason to believe that he would stay. Like he he was on the field for
0: they what, want to a, a few to stay. special
1: team snaps I mean I, yeah well of course they want him to stay
0: well th- I mean they don't uh, want sorry, everyone to on. stay Matt
1: <laughs> right yeah d- I mean definitely and I know that like they want to take it slow with him but listen like this isn't a kid that wants to take it slow and it'd be a completely different thing if this was the end of his second year and he hasn't really played a lot any of his first two years listen it, I know that there are some cries of well he could have played cornerback. he could have played safety this year like there is a very realistic chance and we have seen it over the last eight weeks that maybe he just isn't good enough at Defensive back.
0: The oh, other Matt, end of that coin, Matt, though,
1: is it's that not a, it's not a
0: chance. It's not a like he. I know. He got I'll give the, him he, the doubt. No, he got the few snaps that he got because when he was on the field, he wasn't good. Yes, um, right. I know. He wasn't great at gunner and special teams either. He, he made some key mistakes I know. there as well. He just like it's hard, and he's behind. Like he played receiver last year, and, and in retrospect that was the dumbest thing to do is to have him play receiver for a year as a throwaway to get like 30% of the receiver snaps. A lot of good that did everyone. Um, But he was a year behind everyone. Like he was essentially a true freshman who in terms of DB practice, who didn't get an off season at all with new coaches who was competing for playing time against guys who are three and four years in the program or guys who've been playing defensive back their entire lives. Like, Angelo mm-hmm. Gross was an all-state, all-Ohio, like, the defensive player of the year in the state of Ohio last year for football. Like, yeah, they, they've they been working at it, and he was just way behind, and, you know, there's a lot to catch up, and you could see it when he was out on the field. It's like, okay, he kind of looks lost right now whenever he would get snapped, so that that's not... It's not like a chance that he, they weren't protecting him. Like if he could play, he would have I, I, played.
1: Listen, I, I was, I was trying to be nice in my assessment of his defensive back. Yeah, obviously no. it, it doesn't work and they don't think he could play worth a lick at defensive back for sure. But the other end of the coin is, and kind of what I was saying earlier, like it'd be understandable if he never played his first two full seasons. Like, no, he he did play last year and not only did he play a wide receiver, but like he was kind of solid at it. Sure. Okay, well, I'm not going to get too carried away here. I know he was a receiver and he was maybe the second fiddle on an offense that was pretty close to absolutely horrible. But still, as a true freshman to get on the field, there's something to that, right? I mean, on oh, one hand, talented. I understand why you didn't put him on the field at defense or special teams. It wasn't working. But, like, it just still sucks that you could not find a place on the field for this top 60 kid who did have reps on offense under his belt. And really, and here's what kind of bothers me the most. And, well, tell me if I'm reading too much into this. I don't know how much I like muddying the relationship between a Belleville kid that's a four star early on in this coaching regime, man. Like, I, I, there's a lot of talent that comes out of Belleville to see his career at state end like this. May, hey, listen, maybe it's nothing. Again, maybe I'm reading too Matt, much into Matt, it. Matt, but Matt, like, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt,
0: Matt. They on. invested a lot of time and effort into. And what him happened this though?
1: Season. He transferred anyway. Like it didn't work out. So what, what does, does that, that, that tell? What
0: does that tell you though?
1: That they wasted their time. That's what it tells me. That it just okay. didn't work out, and like that they couldn't break that horse. Like, okay, so I'm gonna send like my other four stars that are coming through my program to that school. Like, well, I don't know. Really, am I?
0: I don't know. It's that, that's that, how well, I see it. That's just how I see it. And especially when Dodds is the
1: other Belleville kid too. Like, uh, I don't know how much he's played this year. I do know how much. It's not a lot either. So I think yeah, you're it's just, reading. It's just not a good look.
0: You're reading way into it. Ask okay, Jaylen, thank you. Ask that's just what Hunt. I wanted to know. Okay. Ask Jalen Hunt.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: also a Belleville kid <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. no that's that that's fair let I, and I, I think I, okay. just,
0: yeah you're reading too much into it. it's a kid who's okay. really talented highly rated recruit and couldn't get on the field he couldn't break into the top seven of the defensive back group like that's yeah. and they no, spent a lot of yeah. time trying to catch him up and it was going to take <laughs> more <great>. time <laughs> yeah so I I think that's just it and he, he felt like he has better opportunities elsewhere and I honestly believe that they are going to continue to recruit him. Remember, you know, a little kid named Connor Hayward, Matt? Yeah, he uh, yeah, he, he played. How many years
1: ago? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can go in the portal and you can return. It actually happens somewhat frequently. Um, mm-hmm. The portal is just there to design. It's designed so when kids go in it, other schools can contact them. Now, he's going to get recruited by other schools. Who knows if he'll like Oh yeah, the message or anything. I can't imagine, like. I don't know, pick a school. Florida's gonna call and be like, We got a starting spot for you. Like <laughs> they saw the tape. You know, he's yeah, a work no. in progress. He's yeah. super talented. The ceiling is still massive because of his athletic abilities and his exactly. frame and stuff. Right. He just needs to learn how to play. It's a ceiling play. Yeah. And it's like I, I and that's why Michigan State's still gonna pursue him now that he's in the portal. Like they're not they they know they wanna keep him. Um yeah. they're gonna make efforts to recruit him and we'll see. If anything happens regarding that, he may just be totally done. But, like, I mean, I can I struggle to think of many places he's going to go where he's going to be able to get DB coaching like he can from Mel Tucker and Harlan Barnett. That, that doesn't matter got... with
1: a lot of transfers, though. Like, you can be sold a lie many times on the transfer market and still go to whatever school gives you the best lie. I mean, for sure. Like, it oh, might. yeah, you'll start for a spot. No worries. And it might. It
0: might. It out. might. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? And then, no, it's
1: it's it's a like I understand why it happened from his perspective. I understand you know how, how it happened from for perspective too. But like it's 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 a bummer, man. It, it is. It, it sucks. I mean, but that's that, that's nature of the beast with the year one coach, especially who's gonna hit the transfer portal and you know place whoever's gonna be the best in the field. I, yeah.
0: Matt, I think it's good to lose top seventy recruits, <laughs> <laughs> especially is. when nice. you have two on the roster. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna, always good n- to now get them
1: now we're cooking up the takes, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's just like everyone's like, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of kids are going to hit the transfer portal this year. Everyone get used to it. say, like, no, no, no. Okay, it's one thing for a middle three-star guy who hasn't played in three years to hit the transfer portal. It's another for a top 70 guy <laughs> mm-hmm. to leave after his first year under the staff on the defensive side of the ball. Like, it, 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 You can't make that comparison here.
0: Yeah, I, I mean... He just didn't get the playing time that he wanted. I, know I, I sucks. think that's all it boils down to. Um I think I think he would have in the future, maybe next year, after yeah. spring ball and getting to actually work with really good defensive back coaches for more than three minutes because you yeah. know they're game prepping and crap like it's in season. The practice isn't the same. It's not really training sessions like it is in the off season. I think that would do a world of good for him, and he's obviously super talented, has all the tools you would want, and a really great defensive back. He just may, I don't know, maybe just wanted to change the scenery. Kids transfer for a lot of reasons, so sure, we'll yeah. see. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back, and we will talk about Penn State. Matt is our expert on the Nittany Lions <laughs> this week. First, a word from Coors Light. I, I already oh, opened, already opened it. Light. I,
1: I've been doing it, yeah, sorry.
0: These days, it seems like life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then it's important to stop and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a cold, delicious course Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, Matt. Yeah. It's made to chill. How Absolutely. mountain cold refreshed are you right now? Listen,
1: it, it's taking the edge off of uh, losing a top 70 kid. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you that right now. <laughs> how
0: about, say it this way. It, sure. It's taking the edge off of losing your backup to the backup's backup.
1: Yeah, that it takes even more refreshing, Will. I, how, do you, how are you so good at this, Will? How?
0: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Look, when you can't get burn Mm -hmm. in a defensive backfield that plays five DBs and three of them were out, it says a lot. Writing's it right on the says wall a lot. There.
1: And speaking of like, writing on the wall, there's some uh, mountains that are written on my can right now. And they are what do blue, they say? Will. They are blue. Uh, they blue they, they say, hello, I am blue, and I'm ready to be drank right now. <laughs> yeah. What
0: a genius marketing idea that it's was. It's the best.
1: It's the absolute best. You know right? what else
0: is genius? Saying your beer is made to chill, which Coors Light mm-hmm. is. It is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Oh, my God. Quite literally made to chill and is as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment That's to true. unwind and perfect... To watch your Michigan State Spartans in their gruff, Ooh. Sparty helmets take on Ooh. the Nittany Lions.
1: That's right. Anthony Williams, 150 yards. Julian Barnett, two picks. Oh, it's going to be great. It's be Let's big. go, baby.
0: Cruise Light's the one we choose when we need to unwind. So when you hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Cruise Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at.cruiseLight.com. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Join us Monday on Locked on Spartans, where we will recap the weekend's action we've got oh we got basketball too
1: shooty hoops yeah darn who no do darn
0: too they're, pl- they're playing oakland oakland's not very good they should beat them but they haven't been great we'll oh, see oh
1: hold on they, they, they took another in-state school overtime let's not discount Wait. the golden grizzlies just yet hold on hold on
0: they've played tough there we go let's hope it's not close no and we will uh, recap this michigan state penn state football game speaking of matt Go
1: on, yeah. Will I? I'm so, I, I completely hogged the last segment, so uh, Will, I'm going to let you hog this one. Not because I don't know anything about <laughs> Penn State, but just because I want you to talk, Will.
0: Um, this Matt, what's the spread on this game?
1: a uh, fourteen and a half. You can 15. assume who is getting fourteen and a half. Oh, 15 now. Okay. Well,
0: you know, Vegas insiders got a consensus fifteen.
1: Okay, gotcha. Well, the app I use has fourteen and a half. Yeah, big difference there. Now, um, shoot. All right, so, so I'm 0 for 1 so far. Great.
0: That's okay. Yeah, really um, like that. yeah so Matt doesn't know anything about this team. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz him no. here a little bit. I'm going to ask him a couple of questions. Yeah,
1: hey, listen, like, honestly, every other game, like, I've done my fair share of research. Uh, th- this one, between work, uh, raising a child, it, uh, th- yeah, I lost my fastball on this one. So when Will says I don't know anything about the Penn State and Indian Lions, yep, I don't know anything about the Penn State Lions. So uh, we're going to make it into a segment here.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, Who's their leading rusher? Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is in his second year in the NFL. Kayvon Lee. No, I know Lee. he is.
1: No, it's... A, yeah, Kayvon Lee. I know.
0: Who's their second leading rusher?
1: Honestly, Sean Clifford. Like, I can just see him banging out a few yards here it and there. It is like, by two yards. is. Let's go. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, like, he's played enough. I know the rest of the running backs aren't that great, and that Sean Clifford has played enough and had to scramble out of the pocket enough times to, like, just get yards. So, yeah, that's why.
0: Can you name... No. Their leading no. receiver. No.
1: Um, oh, Alan, no. Alan Robinson.
0: Nailed it. Uh, what about their <laughs> defensive coordinator?
1: Uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, James Franklin has taken over play calling duties in the defensive. Uh, no, is it no? It, it's not Tim Banks, is it?
0: No, it's Brent no. Pry. He was yeah. a candidate for Michigan State's head football coaching spot.
1: I totally forgot sure. about that. Wow. Yeah. 2020 has been that long of a year. I forgot That's about wild. that. Wild. Uh,
0: what's their record?
1: Uh, two wins. Two wins. Two wins. Who'd they, Five, beat? they Well, they beat Rutgers, of course. Okay. Uh, and then they beat Michigan, who, the, the doormat of the uh, Big Ten East. So, what's yeah, the, everyone knows that. Come on.
0: What's the name of their other quarterback they use?
1: Um, oh, God. Who's the guy from Inkster? Oh, I'm, I'm screwing up my own joke here. <laughs> Devin Gardner. No, it wasn't a Gardner. <laughs> they, they, they had a kid that transferred from 85 different schools and then eventually ended up at Eastern Michigan. Eastern. Oh, um, my God, this is going to kill me.
0: He was a four-star, too.
1: Oh, he, he was a fine player, yeah. Oh. Eastern Michigan quarterback. No, he wasn't. Easter, well, no. in high school he was. No, he
0: played at Orchard Lake. Devin I played against him in high school. He killed us,
1: Rob <laughs> Bolden. Rob <laughs> Bolden. Rob yes. Bolden. Okay, yeah. I can sleep peacefully tonight. That was going to bother me the rest of the day. Rob Bolden. Yeah.
0: Uh, what's the no, Will Levis? Uh, what's the name of their tight end?
1: Tight. It's you, Will. It's you.
0: He's like the number two tight end in the draft this year.
1: When I tell you I don't know anything about the the Penn State and Lions, I I truly know nothing about them. Uh, I watched them once, and it was the second half of the Michigan game just because I wanted to see uh, happiness on that Saturday. Which turned into more happiness because it was the same day MSU beat Northwestern. So, yeah, that was my tone setter uh, that Saturday. It's
0: uh, Pat Friermuth.
1: Of course. Hoomst. Didn't know that.
0: Hoomst. Mm. Uh, okay, so Penn State is 2-5. and five. Yeah, take it away. They are better than a 2-5 and five team from a talent perspective. <laughs> they haven't necessarily played up to that standard, and they've had some bad luck. They outgained Indiana like yeah. 480 yards to 200 and mm. lost, and we know how that game sort of played out. Uh, they got <laughs> smoked by Iowa uh, a few weeks back. They beat Michigan. They beat Rutgers in back-to-back weeks. Um, Matt, well, they are kind of a disaster on offense, not to the extent of Michigan State. They're 90th in yards per play. They're 84th in yards per rush. They're 79th in yards per pass. On the defensive so side.
1: To say that, like, they're a disaster on offense. Not as bad as State. They're only 90th in, in <laughs> yards per play. Like, Oh, what a depressing sequence of words there. Oh, boy.
0: Um, defensively, they're better. 20th in yards per play. 37th in yards per rush. 24th in yards per pass. So. Penn State's got the better offense. Michigan State has a slightly better defense. Uh, they have figured something out, Matt. Yeah, they it's have finally.
1: Yeah.
0: They have, no, they have finally figured out that their quarterbacks cannot throw the football, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so they have Shoot. declined to throw the football much. They ran it fifty-seven times against Rutgers, and I think it was fifty-two against Michigan. Oh my God! I lose uh, that much. Oh my. Yeah, and you know they're up. Most of the game, so that certainly plays into it. But they're sure. they're running close to 80 plays, and they're going to run 50, 55 times if, if they get their way, uh, which I don't think Michigan State's going to get up by like three touchdowns, and Penn State's going to have to play catch-up. So they are going to run the ball a ton. Guess how many guys they have that have 37 or more carries, Matt? Five. You nailed it. Five guys. All right, there we go.
1: Nice. nice. Sean there Clifford
0: has 81, the quarterback. The other quarterback, Levis, has 58 carries wow. and 47 <laughs> pass attempts. He had 20 carries. I think it was it was the 17 or 20 or 21 carries last game. Did not throw a single pass.
1: You don't see a lot of programs with two quarterbacks north of 50 carries no, with like don't. relative health. Like I know like Clifford has like some issues, but mm-hmm. wow, okay. <laughs> his Ooh. his
0: issues have been really performative this year. He is not, not been good with health
1: issues, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: He's a, he's a good runner, um not a good passer. Levis is a non-passer essentially and a decent runner. They like to do power stuff with him. Clifford's a little bit more elusive. They're going to do a ton of quarterback run. They're going to hand the ball off a ton. They're going to run a crapload of zone read. They're going to disguise things. They do cool stuff with their motion and like how they set up blocks. And It's a really fun run game to watch. It is usually pretty effective. This year, like I said, 84th in yards per rush. <laughs> a little bit better as the season has gone along. and I, They did really well against Indiana in week one, but I think in that middle stretch they got kind of stymied a bit. Michigan State's going to play probably a lot of man, put an extra safety in the box, and try to just stop the run as much as they can. And if you're able to do that, it's basically they throw slants to Friarmuth and they throw it up and they throw it to Parker Washington, too, who is like a water bug. He's a tiny little true freshman, number three. Um, and they've hit that's all they do. They throw slants to Washington and Friarmuth, and then Jahan Dotson goes downfield and they just chuck jump balls like that's So they
1: have it. like a good tight end then it's
0: uh... oh he's great yeah frying booth is awesome
1: oh, that, that, that that must be nice
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 oh and he's a fantastic blocker
1: like, oh great the, the, oh per, yeah, oh, oh, he, oh even better they use
0: oh, him a ton they run all sorts of little actions with him where they'll like he'll do like a, a running motion and they'll snap it while he's running and he'll just like instead of going from a stop position to pick up a, a backside. Cutback block. He'll just do it right out of the motion. It's really cool, and he's I'm, like yeah. such a fluid athlete and so good at doing it. You're just like, that's. I want that. I was going to say, I'm sure that's not going to be annoying whatsoever. As it's, Saturday
1: at noon now, not 3:30 at noon. Yeah,
0: at noon. So, yeah, yeah the, the, this this one might go quick. Going to be a lot of running. It's an aggressive defense. They mix man and zone a little bit. They blitz. Brent mm-hmm. Pry likes to get after it. Okay. Um Shaka Coney, Shaka Tony, not Shaka Coney. Shaka Tony is their leading sack guy. They don't, that
1: is a fun name to say.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. She's a good player, too. He had that like a, yeah. six. games. You and can't a half be bad with that name. Year, so. He's got four sacks in six games this year. Um, that works. Yeah. It's a solid defense. They stop the run. They get after the quarterback a little bit. They generally keep the ball in front of them. Um, we'll see if Michigan State elects to take deep, take deep shots, A lot of what this game looks like is going to depend on who starts at quarterback for Michigan State. Mm -hmm. I do think Penn State has the tendency to have bad run fits and to screw up on zone read and different things like that, not play the best assignment football on that side. They're a little reckless. So if Peyton Thorne is playing... Maybe the run game can get going a little bit. I'm not sure on the back end how much passing they're going to be able to do. Joey Porter Jr is a really good corner that they have. Um Lamont Wade's another good player that they have in the back end there. They got some good players. It'll be interesting, Matt. Ken MSU, they're going to try to run. I know they're going to try to run. Doesn't matter if it's rocky or thorn. If it's ro- if it's <clears> thorn <throat> I think there's a little bit better chance of the run game getting going. We know tight end's not going to be a good blocking spot. The offensive line has actually looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. Can they get that run game going, and can they stop the run? It's going to look like a new-age football game, but it will be very much decided like an old-school, stupid, dumb, idiot football game. Stop the run, run the ball.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be like Big Ten as hell, right?
0: Big Ten as hell, but it will not look Big Ten as hell because they're going to be spread out.
1: Perfect. Okay, Big Ten, but wider. Nice.
0: (laughs) Big Ten, but wider. Nice. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Matt, real quick here, since you haven't said anything and you don't know anything about Penn State, what do you want to see from this game? Two-touchdown underdog, not totally out of the realm of possibility that they can win. Could certainly keep it close, but could also mm-hmm. end up on the wrong end of a twenty-eight point loss.
1: No, totally. And like, I'm sorry to borrow something that I've ranted on to start the week after the Ohio State game, but can the offense actually sustain a drive longer than five plays to start the game? I mean, to have a chance to win this game, especially if Penn State's going to road great, uh, Penn State, uh, uh, Michigan State's defense to the moon, it'd be nice if the defense can actually get time to breathe in the sidelines. Listen, mm-hmm. I, I, this is where the bar is right now. I'm not looking for Michigan State to. <laughs> I'm not even looking for Michigan State to score anymore. Can you just get like first downs plural on a drive and then maybe punt around like I don't know your own forty yard line? No, it's just get, get sustained drives for at least the first half. It doesn't matter who's quarterback. Just give the defense some time to breathe in the sidelines. That is such a pathetic thing I'm looking for, but like really though. It, well, I think you tallied it up. What? MSU's offense has had, what, nine touchdown drives this year? I mean, Ten. At, 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 what? Ten. Oh, double digits. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, either way you cut it, it it's not great. So, yeah, my, my expectations and what I want to see from the offense are just, yeah, keep the ball in your hands for a little bit, bud. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, I'm sorry to be so lame, but I feel nope. like that's uh, that a is, realistic thing I want to see.
0: It is. It is a terribly low bar. You, the bar is in that's the earth. we are. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I would like to see that too. You know, just some competence. Honestly, the line has been blocking pretty well the last couple of weeks against good fronts. Can they continue to do it? Can the running backs correctly read some things maybe a little bit better? Can Tyler Hunt build on a couple of nice blocks he had against Ohio State maybe? Can they get, you know, the, the nice quick rhythm passing game under Thorne going? Or if it's Rocky, can we friggin' throw the ball deep? Uh, Just
1: chuck it. Just, just, yeah. That'd be nice too.
0: Yeah. Wishful thinking, apparently. Just compete. Keep it close. Play hard. Make them sweat. Maybe have a chance to win. Uh, Yeah. Keep us
1: entertained into the second quarter. How how about that? There's another low bar that you guys can jump over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to do our picks. Mm. which you should definitely fade. We'll do that Absolutely. here in a second. But first, the word from Built Go. Built Go! Built Go is the solution to breaking through your wall. It is the top energy shell in the market. Matt, well, what's your wall?
1: Uh, My wall is preparing for a Penn State game and doing research on said game. That's that's my wall.
0: Come on. Well, you would have done a better job breaking through that wall had you taken a Built Go. Yeah, I... Bill goes the solution to breaking through your wall. They're easy to take, one and a half ounce packages. They're little gel things. It's like a pre-workout, energy drink, and protein bar all mixed into one. They've got three delicious flavors. It's not like these these crappy energy gel things that yeah. you got to choke down. These things are good. Three delicious flavors: peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Matt, these things provide. Sustained energy, not not a boost of energy, not a burst of energy. Mm-hmm. Nope. Sustained energy that keeps you working all day long without that terrible crash feeling you get when you have other energy drinks or supplements or whatever you want to take. And not, none of that. We don't no. have that. I had another not one today, actually.
1: I, I went back to the chocolate coconut well, and my goodness, did it bear fruit for me, baby.
0: Fantastic. Combines energy gel with collagen protein, which... Collagen protein, Matt, it promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. It literally oh, makes you nice. look better. Yeah, You can't beat it. Go to BuiltCo.com, use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltCo.com. Let's go. Looking for the best bets heading into Sunday's NFL action? Listen to Lockdown NFL every Friday as your boy Q, it's our guy, man, and Bo Brock, are joined by a betting expert and analyst from the Action Network. Get your full weekend preview and Sunday six pack of winning bets every Friday on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast Matt, speaking of picks, holy crap!
1: Yeah, that's a great, great segue into this. You want good picks? Well, here's some horrible on ones NFL. from us coming up. <laughs> well, we both went it's, one for last bad. week. Yeah, it's bad. Um, one and four, no way you slice it. Yeah, and uh, all time on the season, and when I say all time of the season, I mean just last three weeks ever since we've been tallying. Uh, Will you are five and eleven. I am a very impressive six and ten. Um, mm. We are just on absolute fire. They call that En fuego in Las Vegas. Will,
0: <laughs> um, we told you guys to fade us.
1: It is a it, it, it is a listener problem if they've not faded us yet. Let's mm-hmm. l- l- let that be known.
0: Yeah, we told you. Make sure you fade these picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, though, mm-hmm. we're going to get it. We're going to get back on track, man. We're, we're due.
1: We're due. We're,
0: we're due. due. Yeah, yeah,
1: kind of. Um, okay, so we got uh, five big-time games because two have been canceled, of course. Yep. Uh, let's just start right off the top with uh, good old Rutgers. They are on the road. They are playing Maryland. Rutgers seven-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road at
0: Maryland. Um... Maryland's got to be pretty fresh, right? <laughs> they,
1: okay, well, like
0: to my memory, they haven't
1: played since early mi- October. So yeah,
0: um, I for this season, I've been I feel like I've been doing pretty well taking the the rested team. So and Rutgers kind of banged up a little bit. Quarterback was a mess there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not have a good time against Penn State. They're going to compete. They're mm-hmm. they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Got a couple wins on the season. But mm. I think Maryland covers that offense. Talia is gonna is gonna light them. Rocky threw for three hundred and three touchdowns against Rutgers. T- Talia Tagafailoa is gonna throw for five hundred and six touchdowns.
1: See, I'm kind of the same way. I'm with the rest of teams here. Now, last week, arrested teams spurned us. We took Illinois plus thirteen mm. and a half. Well, they lost uh, by fourteen points. We lost by a half point there. So we are gonna get that half point back this week. Yeah, we're we're riding with the Terps, baby. Go Turtles! Fire up. Let's go, uh, Minnesota. Plus ten and a half going to Nebraska. Now, is it fair to call this a smelly line, will or does this seem like a like a reasonable line for you?
0: It seems reasonable because Minnesota okay. had some issues with uh, the old COVID.
1: What if now? What if I told you to start the season? It, week one hasn't even kicked off, and I told you by week eight. Minnesota will be 10.5 point dogs going to Nebraska. <laughs> would your head explode or would it still be on your shoulders?
0: I think it would just like shake kind of uncontrollably and then settle. like maybe <laughs> yeah. a little bit of smoke comes out of my ear and then mm-hmm. it would settle back in. Not okay. quite an explosion, but certainly a rattling.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like a 3.1 on the Richter scale. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Um, God, I. <laughs> Nebraska, like, I hate. I, I, I'm not just annoyed with them, mm-hmm. right? In, in all the, the shenanigans that has been going on, they just make me so mad as a football team. Like, what do you like? Sure. You get blown. I trust you against Illinois. You get trounced.
1: Yeah, just absolutely steamrolled.
0: Yeah, steamrolled. Yeah, compete against Iowa mm-hmm. and then thump Purdue. Like, yeah, Purdue made it closer, but like they yeah. Nebraska was controlling that game for a long time, and they looked like, yeah, it was what? They were oh. up 14 at halftime.
1: Yeah, they, they looked like a wagon. Honestly, like, I, I had a joke take last week that, all oh, the quarterbacks are going to perform because Mackenzie Millen's hit the transfer portal, and everyone's going to want to prove their metal yeah. here that they belong. No, yeah. uh, that kind of worked out, actually. <laughs> like, Adrian kind Martinez what is like,
0: you're not replacing me. Like, yeah, probably his best game, right? Yeah, yeah two th- rushing th- touchdowns, th-
1: one passing touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions. Yeah, yeah th- there was something to that. It worked yeah. out. <laughs>
0: Give me Nebraska, I guess.
1: Yeah, okay. You know what? Um, just because I don't want to agree with you two times in a row, because what fun is that? Uh, just g- g- give me the Gophers. Plus 10.5, okay. that, that's that's a lot of points. And Nebraska has been so Isn't up and down it? this year that I cannot trust them protecting 10.5 no, points. That That's where it comes from more so <laughs> than just disagreeing with you uh, for this segment. Speaking of, uh, actually, I don't know why I'm saying speaking of because this has nothing to do with either game that happened last week with Nebraska. Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought there. Illinois, plus 14.5 at Northwestern. How about that for a professional segue? Folks, the Illini, plus two touchdowns, plus .5 points at Northwestern.
0: Speaking of, like, Illinois a mess, too. Um, yeah,
1: That's an evergreen statement, yeah. But that doesn't matter this year so much. Like, no, they could be know. a disaster and then just win. It's, it's
0: puzzling. It's a rivalry game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Sh- oh, sure. Oh, uh, uh, listen. It, the it goes. For uh, iron ball. Big Ten team. Uh, <laughs> right. It is a shade beneath the iron ball for this game.
0: Give me Illinois. Oh. Okay. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel good about that, do you? No, it's, I don't feel it's kind good of a about that feeling. See, like, I'm going to go Illinois, too, just because, listen, Northwestern all season didn't have a good offense. And then when they faced MSU and then couldn't, A, cover the spread against MSU, and B, just not even beat them outright, it's like, I, I don't know if I could ever trust you with a double-digit lead, let alone 14 and a half points. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the fight in Lovey Smiths here. Why not? All yeah, right, so we've got two games left.
0: They've beat one team by 14, and it was October 24th when they played Maryland. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, Illinois is not good, but. No, but Northwestern... Neither is Michigan State.
1: The way I see this is that Illinois scores six points, Northwestern scores 18 points or something weird like that. And that's sure. how you get your cover, yeah. like both low-scoring.
0: There you go.
1: I think this has potential for a low-scoring game, too, is Wisconsin is actually favorites, minus one and a half at Iowa. Now, I think this is the big old slice of cheese, stink out loud line of the Stanks. week amongst the big Give me the bad Yeah. Man, we're going to... Be agreeing here because yeah it just stinks out loud like yeah. Wisconsin was what I think they were well I can just turn my note card around and read it uh, they were da, 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 da. Uh, 14.5 point favorites last week against Iowa it worked out so like Vegas saw it very highly of them last week they obviously crafted the bad, didn't work out but now they come back still as favorites on the road at Iowa who Iowa's been uh, on fire since week two really um, mm-hmm. yeah so I'm going to go with the Badgers here just because well there's a sticky line yeah, You kind of lean into it Alright well yeah. Fifth game I think you know this team I'm going to talk about It's uh, your Michigan State Spartans Plus uh, well, I got a 14 and a half right sure. now Sure, 14, yeah, and, 14, half, 14 so. and a half, uh,
0: 14
1: and a half Nets. Wait what? Nets Nets, oh man That's what I thought you
0: said Shoot, wow, that, was, that seemed a little too easy for you I've I've just seen too much Michigan State basketball football this season. No, that's fine. That's, it's just like it's it's I have, it's understandable, man. I have no confidence that they can. I mean, it would have stunned me if they were competent on offense and like, oh look, they had. Four hundred yards and ran the ball pretty well, and they scored twenty-four points and lost thirty-five to twenty-four. No, it wouldn't stun me. No, you know what? I'd be no. very surprised, not no. stunned. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going MSU here. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. 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 Penn State runs the ball a lot. If there's anything that Michigan State does well, it is. Uh, have a uh, pretty solid run defense so yeah whatever 14 and a half points uh give me penn state 26 michigan state 13 add that up yeah no that still covers okay yeah yeah g- g- give me this Spartans. give me this Spartans. and by the way that's 13 points with five safeties and one field goal by the way <laughs> just to put that on the record
0: i was gonna ask how they got to 26
1: yep five safeties one field goal yep Yep, and uh, they, they will still be 100% from inside the red zone. It will be a 27-yard field goal. Uh, that'll oh, be their yeah. only trip in the red zone, yep. the only time they score in the red zone. Uh, but yeah, it still covers. Good teams win, great teams cover. The over-under is 47. Do you have an instant gut reaction on that by any chance or no? Because that seems like a very, very, very tough number to to pick one side or the other of.
0: Probably Over
1: probably over. Okay. You know, we'll put you down for a mortal lock of over. How about that? that Yeah. Like
0: 35, 17 gets you over, right?
1: Yeah. It should. If I'm doing my math right in my head. Oh God. Yeah. yeah, That, that absolutely gets you over. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, I guess Penn State's probably not going to score 35. I don't know. I I haven't put too much thought into that one. It seems really low. Yeah. And when I feel like it's like, Oh, that's too low. Mm. -hmm. You go under it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not.
1: Uh, you I, know I what? Know. Screw it. G- give me 32 uh, 15 Penn State wins, and that's a push. P- lock me down for a push on 47 on that over under. How does that sound, Will, to, to end this podcast?
0: Sounds good, but that would have be Penn State covering, and you just said Michigan State's going to cover.
1: Okay, I, I, I can't do the math that quick. For, forget about it. I'm not going to pick the over under if Michigan State's going to cover the spread. Ah, oh, you got
0: me. God, I got God. Shoot. Happened again. Foiled again. All right. That's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Fade everything you just heard.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Go against it all. Uh, We'll be back on Monday where we will recap this football game and Mm -hmm. we will uh, probably recap the basketball stuff on Tuesday and maybe we'll have an announcement over the weekend about a rescheduling of a certain basketball game, perhaps.
1: You think so? Yeah. You're still leaning into that. I like that. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see.
0: Um... But, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're going to do on Monday. We look forward to uh, having you join us for that. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home.
1: Let's go, baby. Let's have ourselves a weekend. Come on. Start off with some built-go. Coast it out with Coors Light. Let's go, baby. Let's have a weekend with Gruff Sparty. Ooh, let's go. All right. Love you all.